0: I speak to you in the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Two weeks ago, here at church, we celebrated the birth of the infant Jesus. And today, we hear the story about Jesus being baptized when he was adult, probably when he was about 30 years old or so. So zero to 30 in just two weeks. It's pretty impressive. The fact is that in the four Gospels, there is very little information about those years between Jesus' birth and his baptism, except for maybe a story about Jesus being in the temple when he was about 12 years old. There really isn't a whole lot. So it's more or less anybody's guess what transpired in his life during those 30 years between his birth and his baptism. The focus of all the gospel writers is geared towards Jesus's life after his baptism. And the story we hear today marks a transition in Luke's gospel from a focus on John the Baptist and his mission of preaching and repentance and preparation to the beginning of Jesus's public ministry. And the thing that marks the start of Jesus' ministry, the thing that kicks it all off, is his baptism. Now, the author of Luke describes Jesus' actual baptism in just a short half verse with the words, Now when all the people were baptized, and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, and then we go on to hear that beautiful imagery of the heavens opening up and the dove descending. But in that short half verse that mentions Jesus' baptism, there are two important pieces that I think are often overlooked. And the first is that we hear Jesus' baptiz- baptism took place With all the people. Jesus presented himself as an act of solidarity with humanity. Sinners, those who had been broken down by the wear and tear of the world, the downtrodden, those in need of new beginnings, those who came in need of forgiveness. Jesus comes into the chaos of the human world to restore humanity from within, so to speak. And that's an important piece to hang on to. And the second piece that's sometimes glossed over is that Jesus doesn't say a single word throughout the story, but we do hear that after he is baptized, Jesus prays. That's also something that's important to note. Jesus not only comes to humanity in all its shapes and sizes, but he also comes to God in prayer. He opens himself up to God and allows God's spirit to bubble up through him before he embarks on his public ministry. And it serves as a model for us and a reminder to us that prayer isn't just about getting what we ask for, but rather, it's about putting ourselves in a position to allow God's spirit to surge up from within us. As one scholar puts it, prayer in the baptized community surges up from the depths of God's own life. It's prayer that gives us the spiritual stamina to love and to love again as we go out in the world to make a difference in the lives of those around us. So it's those two subtle aspects of Jesus's baptism. One, solidarity with all people, especially the suffering. And two, opening ourselves to God and prayer that help draw us into the joy of the Christian life. Rowan Williams, the former Archbishop of Canterbury, writes that baptism means being with Jesus in the depths, the depths of human need, including the depths of our own selves and their need, but also in the depths of God's love, in the depths where the Spirit is recreating and refreshing human life as God meant it to be. As we go to stand with Jesus in the depths of human need, and as we open ourselves to the depths of God's love and prayer, we become more and more aware of God's affirmation that we hear this morning. You are my child whom I love. With you, I am well pleased. It's important we hear that affirmation in our lives. You are all God's children. You are God's beloved. With you, God is well pleased. Now, I'm not sure how much you think about your own baptism, but I imagine at some level it's one of the things that brings you here this morning. Some of us were baptized when we were little children. Some of us infants some of us may be teenagers, and maybe perhaps a few of us were even adults when we were baptized. However, most of us probably didn't fully know what was going on or what we were doing the day we were baptized, even if we were adults. Instead, it has been over the years that we have discovered what the event was all about and what the event continues to mean in our lives. The writer Brett Younger has observed that baptism, like most beginnings, finds its meaning long after the event. In fact, he observes that beginnings are usually relatively easy. It's the journey, the finishing, that involves the hard work. Think about it for a moment. A couple decides to get married, and they're full of starry-eyed love. But ask a couple to describe their marriage on their wedding day, and then ask that same question in 10, 20, 30 years what marriage means to them. Most moms and dads look with awe and wonder as they cradle their newborn child, but you can't fully describe parenthood in a maternity ward. Again, it takes time. Check in with those beaming folks and say, 16 years, or 20 years, 30 years, and see how they describe parenthood then. Or take a newly ordained priest, for example. (laughs) An ordination is a wonderful, beautiful occasion and cause for much celebration. But talk to a priest years into their calling to get a picture of what priesthood means to them. Baptism, like a wedding, a new birth, a new ordination, marks a beginning, a beautiful and wonderful beginning. Baptism is the formal entrance into the Christian community. It is a grand moment that's filled with joy and excitement and smiling faces. And after that moment, we spend the rest of our lives discovering and working out what it means. At our baptism, we are handed a map, but then we have to get busy taking the journey. As we begin this new year, and more uncertainty than usual for many of us, perhaps it is good to remember our beginning in baptism. Perhaps it is good to remember the map that we are given. The example that Jesus shows us of standing in solidarity with all people and relying on God in prayer. To remember the vows we made at our baptism and that we will again recite in just a short while as we continue the journey of recovering our true identity as God's beloved. Amen.